the audio is important when you do a podcast. It is? Uh, yeah. Is that, the vi- is that the video? No, no, it's the audio. Are we, li- are we live? We're, we're going. We're, uh, are we on the interweb right now? We're, uh, we're doing Dream Warriors episode 94 with uh, Marky Mark and the Funky Mark. Also, also known as not Mark Wahlberg. Not Mark Wahlberg, but uh, would like to be Mark Wahlberg. You would like to be, uh, like, if Mark Wahlberg had, like, an uglier brother that became, like, a TV star. He, he does. It's called Donnie Wahlberg. Uh, well, yeah, right. <laughs> actually and, does. And that would be, like, a great name for his, like, weird other brother would be, like, Donnie Wahlberg. That's a great, that's a great name. But you would be that guy. There, there already is that guy. Well, I mean, like, if we were to... <laughs> I'm so missing the point. If, if we were, like, to make a movie and to make fun of him. <laughs> oh, I play Donnie Wahlberg. Uh, well, if, if Donnie Wahlberg was a real person. It, it is. Well, yeah. Uh, you, you I'm so lost now because we're talking about a real person like he doesn't exist. Let's just hit that music and, and let's start talking about Mission Impossible. How, how's that sound? That sounds phenomenal. All right, let's, let's just... Sounds good. Okay, we're back. We're back. Uh, we're, this is fun because we're uh, we're sitting down, sitting down here with Mark. Sitting, sitting down is always fun for me. Yeah, and uh, we're just I don't know free form conversation in a franchise that you and I completely loved. Oh, dude! Like the, really, no, not past tense. Don't use love to the past yeah, tense. Like, it's still currently yeah. high admiration and fondness completely, for. Completely like into these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say longer than the people. Like now, everyone's like, "Oh, it's such a good series!" But we we've been saying this for quite some time. Yeah, like I've been saying it since uh, Mission Impossible Three, which is still my absolutely favorite one. Dude, I still vivid, vivid were the day vividly, vividly remember having to watch the first one over and over and over and over to catch all the little things that you missed. Yeah, because it was the first fast fast paced spy movie that. Purposely tried to 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 mind fuck you. Yeah, and you're like, oh shit, I do. I, I'm completely missed it the first time. Yeah, and that's the uh, so when the guy who made the first one, his name was Brian De Palma. Mm-hmm. He uh, yeah, right, that's the name. Is you know someone coming from the school of uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, not that he like uh, Alfred Hitchcock had like a like a school or anything, um, but he comes from like the school of thought, and he he's he made a lot of movies in his youth. Uh, you know, as a young film professional filmmaker, that were like Hitchcockian. Yeah, they would have like double twist endings. Yeah. Um, you know, one of them, uh, his probably his best movie, uh, is called Blowout with John Travolta, which mm. is which he John Travolta plays like an audio engineer, and he yeah. re- and he records, a cr- like this this car going over like a cliff into you know, which is kind of like the Ted Kennedy. You know, because Ted Kennedy killed the the prostitute. Yeah, like Ted Kennedy drove a car into a river. Uh, I now we're talking, but just okay. I, I know we went way off. Okay, so so Ted 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 Kennedy crazy rabbit uh, hole in Dream Warriors drove a car into a river. Yeah, just like in Blowout. Yep. Uh, the twist in Blowout is that someone blew out the tire, so yeah. he hears the gunshot, and that ensues. And so anyway, but so Ted Kennedy. He's driving with a hooker, drives the car into a river. Now, the, it took the car, he got out, but it took the car a while to sink. And he um, he just left. He went home. 
Well, it, it took the girl like 10, 30 minutes to drown to her death. And yeah. he, he just left her. So that, Dude, so you're doing your Kennedy, man. You're above, you're above, you're do, above peons. Do anything you want. So I always felt like that movie was like a, like a, a commentary a little bit like on that. But he um, he did a movie called Body Double. He did, uh, crap, I'm forgetting someone. But he also did Scarface. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Casualties of War. He's, he's done... Uh, like a, he's done like a he's such a good range of movies, Brian De Palma. But he brought that that double twist, like gotcha, don't gotcha. You think you know what's happening? Yeah, into Mission Impossible, which fit like it perfectly at the time because it, it like it was very close to somewhat of the the TV show. You know, and, and, and like, now you can't compare the movies to the TV show. The movies are completely different. But yeah. for, for the first one, and for any movie to be adapting a TV show, I still think, like, Mission Impossible, just the first one, might have done it the best. Like, no one cares about Mikhail's Navy and Dukes of Hazard and there's so, uh, Get Smart, you know, which is yeah. now. And there's so many bad TV show movies. Yeah. And Mission Impossible easily, just on that note alone, is on the top of that category. I, there's a yeah. few that I can think. I don't know many that are good. But the funny thing is, is that like, you're just Charlie, trying to think back. Charlie I forgot. Angels, I do. I forgot that there is an actual TV show, Mission Impossible. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. completely forgot. To, yeah. Like I always forget yeah. that it was because huge. the show wasn't the the moves have so far eclipsed mm-hmm. the show. That's it what was, I'm it saying. was the yeah. opposite before where like Get Smart was a cool show on yeah. Nick Nick at Night. Yeah, like with with, with our boy. Our, our boy was in Get Smart. Oh yeah, Dwayne Rock Johnson. Oh no, no. Well, that's our boy. Boom, that's no, our boy. But our the boy before there was a boy, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby, the original T V show. Ah, I'm not worried about that. But yeah, we like Bill Cosby. I know. We we like Bill Cosby. <laughs> we, we like Bill Cosby. We, we like his we like his uh we like his, his entertaining techniques. Yeah, we like... Uh, so wrong. There's a lot about Bill that we... Uh, All right, let's bring it back to Mission yeah, Impossible. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, so... <laughs> We're rabbit-holing so, the hell out of this c- conversation. Circling back to Mission Impossible, so... I like the first one. You like the third. I feel like if I if I had to quiz somebody on any Mission Impossible movie, I can stump them on the first one. The easiest. Yeah. Like, a, give, me, give me an example of the book of the Bible that they reference. They use as a clue. Oh, Job. Yep. Yeah, see? See, I, like, look, see, I even knew that... Oh, Okay, here's but wait, like how many wait. dude like the street like the street commentary on like Saturday Night Live or on uh, 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 Jay Leno, yeah. and when they do like the sidewalk like they ask the questions, dude, guarantee ten out of ten times you get somebody on that. Yeah, I like the well, most people would would say there is a Mission Impossible because all the other ones have like names now. Oh yeah, they would just be like, there's a movie called Mission Impossible. Yeah, what's, uh, yeah. What, was the, what was the catch name of the first Mission Impossible? They're gonna be like. Uh, first strike, like first yeah, for, strike, first strike, <laughs> Mission Possible. Yeah, <laughs> look at them. Uh, and uh, but yeah, so uh, okay, l- let me give you a, a trivia question for the first one, real quick. Okay, who dies in the elevator in the beginning? Oh, dude, come on now! It's Charlie Sheen's redheaded stepchild brother. Yeah, Emilio Estevez. I can't believe like that. That's guy. That's the death of his career. That was the yeah. That literally that was like the, the last death of his career. Big movie he was in, and it, like it's got to be arguably the only big movie he was in. It's got to. It's got to. <laughs> it's got to suck a little bit because yeah, you're almost to like, die in the like, opening credits. Finally, like finally, like I've arrived. Yeah, in something. Like I'm in a Tom Cruise movie, right? And who's of uh, not was it Voight? Who's the John uh, Voight? John Voight. Yeah. 
Dude, like... I always felt like at the end, when they do, like, the... Like, the Sixth Sense, like, flash forward, backwards, when he's, like, putting it all together. Yeah. When, when he fake shoots himself and he and he yeah. has like the blue and he falls and it falls over like, the bridge into the thing yeah make sure like the camera sees like the yeah. blood and the and i always felt like that was a little little bit of a of of, of a reach but but yeah. uh, but other than that uh but I'm, but but not from the outside looking in from the tech of those days because this is so so yeah. beyond pre-smartphone so like think about even what the government had access to but when other stuff wasn't even developed yet like they were on the cutting edge, but it was yeah. so long ago that it was still kind of believable. Yeah. So when you look back at it now, back then you're like, oh, that was. How's he not figure that out? Yeah, but I, like. But no, I love the. Uh, I love the the one part that always stuck with me too. Just just talking about it too is when they're in the beginning, when they're tracing the guy at like at the ball or whatever, yeah. yep. and they have that spray. Yep. And they tag him and they get infrared them. Yeah. I'm like, I remember when I first saw that. I'm like, that's that's pretty cool. But and I'm like, now we're like, now they're actually using brain tracers to trace. I'm like, Dave, we had this shit like 20 years ago, man. <laughs> we figured it what out. Are you guys like, what are you screwing around this for? <laughs> so, so real quick, just a little jab at scientists. Sorry about that. <laughs> real, real quick, the, this this is the part of the discussion. I'm sure everybody everybody's going to want to know. Um, I'm in the new one. Where where where, where are you with? Mission Impossible 2. Where are you with that movie? How do you feel about that? Motorcycle. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the stunts, the, the coordinated stunts. got the shades. The, I mean, got the fire. Yeah. The doves. Dude, it, it's a movie of movies. For, a spot, for an action flick yeah. of any caliber, it's a movie of movies. My only qualm about it is they went so far in so many different directions on so many levels between the stunts, the plot, the, you know, tying in the woman as, like, his pseudo-spy who's just a thief. Yeah. I mean, there's so many moving components to that. And then you have the cheesiness of his, like, back, his, his like second runner-up henchman. Yeah. And, like, how close he is at every turn at catching them. Yeah. And, like, just doesn't. I'm like, I'm like oh, come on, man. Like, no one's going to get that close. And yet, like, you're like, well, okay, if he's that close to catching him every time, and this dude already knows that she's working. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Why well, do you let it prolong well, that? It's almost like the villain, like in Awesome Powers, and they make fun yeah. of like, no, I'm going to arbitrarily tell him. Like, yeah, I'm I just pretend that he yeah. fucking dies. Well, like, eh. no, no, no. Or when Scott Evil's like, he's right there. Shoot him. And he's like, oh, look at my gun. We'll do it together. Yeah. Bang, he's dead. He's like, you just don't get it, Scott. Yeah, you just, <laughs> don't, just don't get, don't get it. it. <laughs> but that's, dude, that's how I felt about the second you one. You just don't get it. You, ju- you just don't get it. <laughs> And that's Dallas. <laughs> is he stuck? No, he got out. The balloons are stuck now. He was stuck. <laughs> and, uh, okay, so we got Mark here. <laughs> Peter's going to murder oh his cat. God, I can't believe that. <laughs> Peter is, uh, we're, we might be having uh, cat kebabs later. <laughs> I don't even know what Pete, that's why you throw out your birthday balloons. You know, you know what I should have did? I should have did this. Throw out the cat? <laughs> there you go. How come I didn't do that? Uh, Peter, there's a lot of questions that my mind right now. I'm just going to throw that out, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Oh, my God. We're going to time time lapse through that one. Did uh, did uh, you narrate what, what happened? Oh, yeah. No, I didn't narrate. Okay, so, so I got these birthday <laughs> balloons, and, and Dallas somehow... Got him stuck around his neck. He 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 literally like he he bullet trained through the like the centerpiece that holds it on the table, yeah. 
and got caught up in it and just kept it going. But the, but the balloons were even off the floor. I know. All I saw was I heard something. I look and it's stuck under the the. <laughs> I know, I just saw it move. That I can't believe it. But yeah. So the um, <laughs> real quick though, the the point I wanted to get to with with the second one. Yeah. Was that he like falls in love with this girl like right away, like you know like when they're in the bathtub and they yeah. do the car thing and then. And then he, uh, Anthony Hopkins is like, oh, you have to recruit her and stuff. Yeah, and which is a weird thing. Anthony Hopkins got a big cameo in this movie. Yeah, huge. And then yeah. don't hear from him again. He's not in no. it. I'm like, how do you pull a guy in like that on a second, on a sequel, and then he's just gone? Yeah. No, no, yeah. Well, that's kind of like somewhat Anthony Hopkins, because I was even surprised when he showed up in the other like Thor movies. Like when he became... Odin in more than one movie because like yeah. in the first one they're kind of killing him and I'm like okay because like why would Anthony Hopkins ever want to do Thor 2 yeah but at the same time it's like he's, he's in, in all of them well, he's, <laughs> and he, is he even in um he's in Infinity Wars and Doctor Strange too right he's yeah. in Doctor Strange he's referenced in Doctor he's Strange he's referenced but he's in Infinity War yeah. yeah and you're like what the like <laughs> but, uh, but you know he still adds a certain authenticity to the, to the role you know, he always yeah. comes across like he's a method actor, and, you and, know, and, you know, yeah, he always he's, hits, he's, the, hits his marks. He's worth uh, placating, too, to get him involved. Uh, he adds, like, a prestige. I, um, yeah. You know, like, I think it's somewhat of the of a lineage because if the first movie has John Voight, the yeah. second movie has Anthony Hopkins, and you can see them building. And who, who's in the third movie? Well, like, who, who would you say? C, um, what's his name? C. Thomas or the uh, the villain? No, no, Anthony Hopkins isn't the villain in that. I mean, who uh, who plays the role of... Yeah, yeah, who is... The, um, it just so happens that John Voight played the senior guy. Yeah, and was, then, but is that when they That started? was a twist. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. He didn't have, he didn't have a... Uh, oh. Like a backer or, or like a senior senior operative. Like, that was John Voight. And then in the second one, Anthony Hopkins is like his point man from the IMF. Oh. Before the IMF's really, like, like actually yeah. drawn out. You remember who it is in the third one? No, who... I'll give you a hint. Just tell me. He's a black guy. <laughs> oh, it's more. Uh, what's his name? Not Morgan Freeman. It's um. Everyone forgets just his say name. His name. Uh, I can't remember now. Actually, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. He's the guy that's in uh, the ball, the other Baldwin brothers in that movie with him. They're they're uh, both ja- they're both uh, in jail and they break out. He's the guy from the Matrix. Who yeah. plays Morpheus in the Matrix? Morpheus. That's who it is. That's Morpheus. Is that, yeah. I thought that was. His... Yeah. What's his name? <laughs> it's Morgan Freeman. <laughs> no, it's not. Morgan Freeman's like eighty. It's Morgan. Freeman. It's not Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Um, it's gonna kill us when we hear the name too, because he's the one actor yeah, you can never in, remember his in, name. He's in like every yeah, yeah exactly. He's in everything. What's his name? <laughs> it's Morpheus. It's Morpheus. People get right. and they get pissed when they get uh, they get typecast yeah, as a character. Morpheus is uh, the new Perry White in <laughs> Superman. He's yep. He's the guy. Dude, he's got a really good career. Actually, he, he's a guy on the Predator planet in uh, Predators. Yep. Mm-hmm. The guy, the, the role that was supposed to go to uh, Schwarzenegger, who's supposed to be Dutch on that planet, yep. hunting predators, and, yep. and they went to, you know, what's his name? But no, no. So in, in MI2, real quick. Yeah. He uh, he falls in love with this girl, mm-hmm. and then he has to recruit her. And yep. then Anthony Hopkins, because I, I, two's my absolute favorite one, so I know it very well. Yeah. I'll watch that one any day of the week. And, and Anthony Hopkins. During his speech to why you have to recruit the girl now, that's the the um, the cat burglar spy. Mm-hmm. He gives him the speech of why it's mission impossible because it's not mission easy. 
Yeah. He's like, it's, it's not mission it's difficult. A, it's mission impossible. It's mission impossible. <laughs> it's like mission kind of hard. Mission, you know, yeah, you're not going to enjoy this. <laughs> like, like there's guys, like there's like a division underneath them that's like mission difficult. And yeah. those guys are like, one of these days we'll get a impossible mission. But for now, they're just difficult. And they're like all bummed out all the time. But no, and uh, so he, he recruits the girl. Mm-hmm. And then the girl goes to the... The, the the ex she goes back with her ex boyfriend yeah like, it's essentially dude they they trolled a, a yeah. guy's ex girlfriend right go back with him but just then, to steal shit from him and then like Tom Cruise doesn't want her to go like he he doesn't want her to go because she's like she's like what it uh, he's like she's like you don't want me like to go and he's like he's like would it feel better if I didn't want you to go and she's like yeah and he goes feel better. Okay, and then she goes, and then the first thing she does when she meets this guy is like she bangs him. Yep, she like bangs him, and she's like in the bed, and like the the big he slips guy. he sli- he slips her uh, he slips her dress off. Yeah, when she's like it's in like, front of the I mirror got, or something. And yeah, got, and then I'm like, dude, like how could Tom Cruise still be like, like he's like into her by the end of the movie? Like you know, like when they're at the uh, Trimera yeah laboratory, he's like, I will find you when she like injects herself. I'm like, dude, just let her die. You're banging this guy like right, or you can let her die. We yeah. get it. We got no sympathy. No, no one's gonna be mad at you, yeah. bro. I mean, she let her die in Chronicles of Riddick too. I mean, like you backstabbing bitch. Oh, dude, in Chronicles of Riddick, she's just she's a, just a manipulative she, shrew. Dude, like she's to like, the T. She's like, look, man, I'm going to divorce you. I'm going to get one half of your money. That's my business plan. She's like that chick. <laughs> What's your, so what's your plan for retirement? I'm going to divorce my husband and take half his assets. Um, yeah. Wait, so, wait, wait, wait. There's another thing I have to do besides that? It's, it's a point five in judges' favor, uh, the female. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm debating if I'm going to spring for a lawyer or not. I don't really think I'm going to need them. Yeah. I mean, standard standard uh, state rules apply, 50% marital assets. You I, know. I, I'm just I'm just going to claim it's a standard of living that uh, I haven't worked for, but he has, and uh, I'm entitled to it. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Just saying it. I, I sacrificed time to eat dinners with him and talk about my favorite soap opera show, so he could work and make but millions. He's, he, but I should have half of that. He knows about all the Maury episodes because of me, and I think there's a value to it. <laughs> he now has water cooler talk with his executive Fine. buddies' wives that he sees once a year at a party. When he's working his eighteen-hour days, I give him the small talk. Well. When he's bleeding through his eyeballs, staring at spreadsheets, I give him his mental break that he desperately needs, and <laughs> yeah. and it's and you know is quelling for when he gets home. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. I mean, you love the second one. I don't dislike any of them. Yeah, but in my opinion, they have they rise to a level. I feel like actually there are there are franchises that we both love, action franchises, yeah. that either directly or indirectly have tried to mimic the success and the the. Oh. Systemic improvement of every movie from the first one, yeah. like Mission Impossible, well, like I the think, Fast and Furious I, ones, yeah, I think the Expendables. Face, I think like, Fast and Furious went in the mission because they're all essentially spies now. They're all uh, like co-op or yeah. black op spies in in Fast and Furious. Yeah. It's no longer like like they, they'll throw in like some of the drag racing, yeah. some of the, like the uh, street or, wars, and, but yeah, it's not even the focus of the movies. And now. that's what people get pissed. People got pissed off about that they took this this sharp right turn out of the underground racing world. Yeah. But I look at them like that's the only way to keep these going is because of the fact that that, many, that world died very quickly. How many movies they they they, they tried to make two movies like that and they said let's change it up. 
Just no, they made three. They made well, three well, like that's that. What I mean, yeah, they were going to change it up unless do this drifting thing because yep. it's a trend. Yeah, transpiring. Get it. Great idea. No and they did a good job with the actual placement because where it turned into the oh, hardest yeah. was where they filmed it, which is Japan. Like, yeah. dude, that was where it was like really they fed a cult following. Yeah, they, and race teams built around drifting. It's like they, holy w- shit. they went through the the origin of drifting and like, yep. the hills and and like all that. So if you're gonna race around the hills, you're gonna have to have a, a special type of. Co- I mean, it's really interesting. Yeah, but no. And then they were like, look. From look. that point on, it was like, all right, we're we're tying that we. Our only job is to make an interesting plot development and find a way to tie in cool cars and yeah, stunts. Right, and that's the thing. And, and we're going to build it around that now. And even from that, yeah, they went from, like, running drugs to a bank heist to jumping out of a giant cargo plane yeah. to leapfrogging a submarine. Yeah, and, and, and literally being able to defend against a military-grade RV yeah, with 50 cows yeah. as a team. Like, that doesn't, that yeah. doesn't even make sense. I still... Love the supercar in the uh, the uh, seventh one, the car that flips all the other cars. Is, is that the fifth one, uh, seventh one, or, or wait, where he's in where he's in New York City and they they all latch onto him with spear like spear gun, harpoon oh. uh, guns, and then he like by ripping away he flips them. No, no, no. Oh, that's Vin Diesel. No, no, no. I'm talking about the the Jason Stratham's brother. Has the car with like oh the sled cars yeah yeah, yeah. yeah the well, sled cars yeah one that I do I love watching because it's just it just seems like fun that's a fantasy every guy has thought about that while he's driving if I could just flip over cars dude you're, you're sitting yeah. across from a guy who would literally I would fight prostate cancer right here talk, talk, uh, driving on the turnpike talking to Mark on the phone is Park <laughs> talking to Mark on the phone meaning like conversation and getting things done and his other one half of commentary on what's happening on the road in real time and it's it, and it's a uh, it's like a Will Ferrell other guys like it's like trying to talk to the Hulk yeah. while he's driving there's there's, uh, there's times where you're just listening to Mark yell at people <laughs> uh, moving on um, yeah so I just want to say uh, Mission Impossible 2 is the one that's like beat up the most but to me it's it's a um, one, one of the things that stand out to me about that movie is the only one that's an Ethan Hunt adventure. Yeah. I just feel like it's 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 an Ethan yeah. Hunt character study, and you know it. And it, will they build up his with, character in this to where you don't have to, you don't second guess after that point. You really you don't when you when you see him do ridiculous stuff. You do not. Yeah, yeah. that's a it's solid like, point. It's like damn dude, like this dude had a motorcycle fight on a pseudo beach, like the dude did that beach scene. If it was dark overcast. Yeah. Tell me it doesn't remind you of the Superman movie where they, they create an island out of... Yeah. I'm like, dude, he's fighting on a motorcycle on ground that's not even yeah. level. Dude, I'm lo- in sand. I'm I'd like, lo- that doesn't even make sense. I love some of those shots with the knife going like right into the eye and it, it stops oh right, like, right above the eye. Yep. It's oh, so good. It, but yeah, so either way, like to me, Mission Impossible 2 is the most ridiculous. It swings for the fences. It, in no way what we see on screen could ever have worked, meaning it has like a weak villain that has like a weird plot yeah uh the the arc's not there his number two is like literally so much closer to catching them 
and then than his actual boss, who actually knows yeah. everything. If these two are even in the same room for more than a minute, how does he not explain this to this guy? <laughs> yeah. Why is this guy trying so hard if he already knows what's going on? Yeah. And and then like, like it has the magical voice boxes and the masks. Yeah. And you're, but dude, but that sets it up for for following movies where when they do these things, you're like, okay, this makes uh, sense. they've been doing this for ten years now. Like this makes sense. Yeah. Like, so six years go by between two and two and three. A lot mm-hmm. of people don't realize that. Yeah. And three was a. Like the franchise was was almost dead. Uh, Tom Cruise recruited his third different director. So now we go Brian De Palma, John Woo. Yep. John Woo for the second one. John Woo was coming from like the Hong Kong action movie that uh, you know influenced Quentin Tarantino. Which is which is why it has that feel to it. it and does. you and you have all these spin-off the, parodies of comparison of the like the scene with the doves. Yeah. The scene with the motorcycles. The Austin Powers. Spin, yeah. You know, like, spin-off spoofs like. If if, if you watch um. The first five minutes of Face Off and the first five minutes of Mission Impossible Two, it is hard to see them being separate movies. You yeah, know, almost like but them. Dude, together. yeah, the way the way they were filmed, the lighting, yeah, yeah the way the character, they, yeah, they fit very well. And so the third one, he gets J.J. Abrams later to you know he did Lost, he did J.J. Uh, Abrams was off of uh, Alias, the TV show. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was with Jennifer Garner, right? Yeah, it was a it was an obvious fit. J.J. was a rising star. Tom Cruise gave him his first directing job, like Damn. in like something big. J.J. has gone, you know, he, in my opinion unpopular but i love force awakens i think that's easily one of the best star wars movies um you know he brought back star wars he's brought back star trek yeah okay like jj abrams right now is a true force to be reckoned with his contemporaries the people he worked around have also gone to do great things so i mean he's he's part of this whole cabal but six years go by so jj abrams essentially in my opinion makes a movie to explain the technology from the second movie which is the disguises. Like, it, it's a it's such a big part of the movie where you see him, like, scanning the faces, and then yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. have the 3D printer, like, yeah, in yep. the tunnel. Before people knew what 3D printers were. <laughs> right, like, it like, wasn't a mainstream thing. Yeah, like, you, and it's, like, spray-painting them, and they're yeah. applying the hair, and you're like, oh, my God, they're literally explaining the second movie. And they didn't have to, and I think it adds so much more, but I love the speed of the second movie. I love the mission. Yeah, because you never find out what's what's the rabbit's foot, the thing that they're hunting for. You never find out what that is. It's only alluded to be like, uh, like a world killer. Well, that's something. in the third one. That's what I mean. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the like you really don't find out about the rabbit's yeah, foot. Yeah, what it can. Yeah. And uh, um, or it's I, even real. You don't even know if it's actually a real thing. Like you think it, they make you feel like it's not a real thing, and then the suddenly you know it's a real thing. We want you to we want you to not think it's a real thing. So when we get it, you don't think we actually have anything. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's like almost like a silent sleeping like It's awesome. I love yeah. I love the scene where they're in he's in that weird room in like China where Oh um, yeah, where she has to like literally she has to kill him and bring him back to deactivate yeah. the uh, like the implant yeah. that could kill and, him. And he's um Yeah, and he's like just coming through and he, he teaches her teaches how to shoot. Her, oh my that's like, so, ta- he's teaching her combat tactics with a gun, with a with a yeah. uh, an automatic weapon. Yeah. Um, aim for the chest. Like, yeah, you can't go. Just shoot for. The, I love. No, I, he's like. He's like point and shoot. <laughs> he's like, like. I love the beginning of that movie. I love that he looks like he's on the straight and narrow, and the, like the way how his character begins. Yeah, where he fakes throwing out the ice. Yes, 
Yeah, so he goes to the story. Oh, we need yeah. ice, and he goes against a disposable camera. And, and Billy Crudup is there, you yeah, know, with the uh, with the air freshener, yeah, and yeah, and the camera. Dude, I love. I even love the scene before that. See, this is the subtleties of these movies that I love that people forget. So I could watch the third dude. One that right the now. that the like all her like friends, female friends, whether they're coworkers or whatever, oh. they're like, oh my god. I could listen and talk about this all day. And he's talking about traffic patterns. Yeah. It's the most boring yeah. thing. Because you know why? Because in that scene, he's Tom Cruise talking to normal people. Yeah. Which is how, like, people would act around the Tom, Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah. And it's it's so funny. And, um, but no, the third one, I love the villain. Uh, what's his name? Um, not C. Thomas uh, Howe. Um, C. Hoffman or, um, Philip C. Hoffman. Philip C. Hoffman, yeah. I, um, Philip C. Hoffman is, is fantastic. I love Carrie Ann Russell. She was as the a, wife, yeah. Uh, not the wife, the, the the spy that dies, that has the um, that he goes to rescue. Oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Felicity. Yeah. So Felicity oh, is, forget, is also a JJ Abrams show. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Like he created and wrote and directed a bunch of those episodes, and I love that they set him up to save her. Yeah. He gets there, and her neck. He, and he, no, and he no, he saves her. No, her neck doesn't snap. The the, the node goes off. Yeah. He they can't charge the. The oh, primer because they're they're right. fl- they're flying from the other helicopters. Yeah, right. They're evading through the, you know, the through the like the, wind the giant power. windmills. Yeah, like. the windmills. And, yeah, stupid wind power. Yeah, but the third one and the scene I absolutely love is when they pull out. They rescue that dude from the uh, bridge. Uh, um, Philip Seymour. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. You know, like remember they have him in the armored truck. Yeah, and they 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 like. The bad guys have their drones. The yeah. bad guys are the ones with the drones. Yeah. Like they seal off the road and yep. they spray that gunk on. Yeah. They shatter it. Yep. And they do. I Dude. and I love the shock when they take him out because he has his like tuxedo on from the night before. Yeah. And he's and like the wind's all blowing and they're just like, I don't know, man. They're just like squatted up around them and they take him up in the in the helicopter and then he's trying to get the gun out of the back seat of the car and yeah. the drones are coming like inching towards him and he. He needs to make this Tom Cruise jump, and he can't make the jump, so he throws the gun. Yeah, at the drone. Runs. Yeah. No, no, he he throws it over the the, the chasm, the gap. Oh of yeah, the yeah. Bridge, and then he yeah, runs, yeah. and he uh, and he runs to catch up with the gun, dude. That scene, that's probably one of my the favorite mi scenes. But um, after this, we get into um, he cherry picks another director for Mission Impossible Four. It's a guy named Brad Bird. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, what's the name of the fourth one? Ghost Protocol. Yes. Wrote, yeah. Ghost, Ghost Protocol. Protocol. Yep. So for Ghost Protocol, he gets Brad Bird. Brad Bird is <laughs> it comes from animation. He directed The Iron Giant. Oh yeah. And he made The Incredibles. And yeah. he saved Ratatouille uh, within Pixar. Pixar was going to lose everything, but that he comes in, saves a movie, and that becomes a hit. Yeah. So at that point, Tom Cruise, like. Like, he, so Tom like Cruise visionary is, over here. He's the he's the, he is the franchise. So yeah. Tom Cruise like is literally spearheading the franchise. Yes. Like people are that, bending to Tom Cruise's demands yeah, yeah. from the studio, and from him, production, from actors, from producers, back directors. To, back to back, he picked two unknowns and made two huge movies. Uh, Ghost Protocol, um, like everything about that movie. I love the beginning. The yeah. beginning with um, you know. So now we're in like the J.J. Abrams verse. So like, three and Ghost Protocol are somewhat like in line. Brother and sister, they're J.J. Abrams is kind of like behind them. The next two we're going to have is Ralph McQuarrie. Ralph McQuarrie um, from Rogue Nation yep. and Fallout. 
Ralph McQuarrie, Academy Award winner. He wrote a screenplay for a movie you may have heard of. It's called Usual Suspects. No, never heard of it. Yeah, yeah. So that's who's directing this one. <laughs> okay. Now Ralph McQuarrie had he made a really good movie back in the day called Way of the Gun. I'm pretty sure it's yeah. on Netflix. Yep. yep. Um, and then he kind of went away. Yeah. And he wrote the X Men movie and was supposed to direct it, but then Brian Singer came in and kind. Of, so that was a little bit of a weird exchange. But he, Tom Cruise, kind of like picks him up, puts him back into relevance, and, and McQuarrie writes two movies now and directs two movies so this is like the longest vision we've had for like a, a mission possible which yeah. is like the latest so, but him doing what he like them carrying things over moving forward with ghost protocol was almost i would compare to face and furious with the sixth one where like new yeah new villain emerges yeah you don't like, know what he's about and he seems he seemingly goes away the difference is obviously that in, in Fate of the Fear, they bring him back, but they bring him back as a good guy, yeah, they, not as a bad guy. Right. After they've battled with his older brother, who plays yeah. Jason Stratham plays. But then the funny thing is, like they did that where they, you know, this guy goes away, but he dies. They show him die in the movie. Yeah. Where they didn't show, they show the other guy, like you assume he dies. Dude, I still. That's the one mistake they made that they showed the villain, Cobalt, die yeah. in Ghost Protocol. Now, yeah. they can always bring him back, but they're not going to because yeah. the way it shifted away from those, and, you know. And Ghost Protocol is the one where, he, um, where they're fighting in the, the Volkswagen garage, <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> he, um... Mission he, complete. Yeah, mission complete, and he's... <laughs> and, and, and then they're, they're making fun of like the blind fun, and he goes, you really said that. You actually <laughs> said that? Yeah, and I love the madness of, of that. I love the ending of that, where he sees the girl on... His ex-wife? Now, the, yeah. I can't wait to see what they do with her in Fallout. Now, part of the... Now, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe one of the ones that the reviews I watched is they, they're insinuating that she was actually a plant... And they made him think that she wasn't actually a regular woman. Of course. And dude, if, I don't they care. play that up. Dude, if that's the way they go, I'm going to lose my mind because it now just makes the third one so much better. Yeah. It just and it's it like, like it just mind it, just, it turns you into mind fucking. Yeah. It mind fucks like the first one did, but in a different way, and you're like, yeah. holy or, crap! Or my if, pants. If they do the double, meaning that they make you think she. She was there the whole time as a plant, and she really. But, but she's a plant for them, coming from Tom Cruise's side. Yeah, and she's like a, a double switch on them. Yeah. but I don't know. I mean, like, and then um, I'm okay with they make it where she basically just wants to bang him in the bathroom and tracks him down. Yeah, I like her. I'm, I'm okay with that too. Dude, that girl just reminds me of Angeline Lilly, the Wasp from Ant Man and the yes. Wasp. Like, yes, don't they? I don't know the, the girl's name. They could almost look alike, but well, but, it's not just the look like it's the it's the the innocence. Of the character, like it's almost like you know how in the beginning how you didn't you almost didn't believe that uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson had the abilities of Black Widow yeah. when you first saw him. You're like that doesn't seem like it could come from her. Like she just doesn't fit that role. Yeah. But then they they grew her into that role, and then it made sense. Yeah. It kind of feels like with Ant Man and the Wasp. Like you look at her, you're just like, okay, with all the training in the world, she still can't do that. Yeah, I just. But she's still not that capable. Right. Not, not, not only that in a chauvinistic way, like just her as a person. Her personality. Yeah, right. She doesn't exactly. fit that yeah, kind she, of like what you would think a woman of that capability. And again, that could be a little chauvinistic, but it really isn't because they portray other women not the no, same way. Yeah, like look at Fate of the Furious. You've got um, yeah, I mean the girl who plays Lenny, and then the the female fighter, yeah, and, and they just have a bruteness to yeah, them any, and a hardness. Uh, any um, 
physicality that Michelle Rodriguez would do, you buy into. Yes. Like any toughness attitude. Even in SWAT, dude, she plays a street cop. Yeah. And she's smaller in that movie. Any uh, her staring down the guy, like in that type, you would would buy her from. There's, there's, you know, and I'll I'll say this, which is really weird, but Charisse Theron uh, does that. Like from like the snow, her being the evil queen in the Snow White movies. Yep. To um, what's the newest one she was in? Yeah. To, um, but uh, Atomic Blonde. Yeah. Uh, you know, like and, and but she brought a realness to that where it's like she still got hit and got banged up. She did. Oh but, yeah. She but gets, she but they 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 spit you. I feel like they purposely showed her her physical attributes, her height, her yeah. length of her arms, and she used that to her advantage in fighting scenes. Where a lot of these movies yeah. they don't they don't do it because the women are short. Yeah. So they can't play that Spe- up because it doesn't fit. Speaking of chick fighting scenes, Ghost Protocol, the best chick fight scene in a long time. The the girl with the blue dress. Oh and, yeah. And that. Or Robin Thicke's ex and the blonde chick. Yeah. And then she, dude, she donkey donkey kicks her she, reverse donkey yeah, out of a window, yes. fifty floors up yeah. in the biggest but building dude, in the world. Dude, I love Woo. it because they um it's they, they built that up because <laughs> she wanted to go after her. She did anyway because she killed her fiance. Yeah, yeah. Or the then, love of her life, wherever it yeah, was. Yeah, which was uh, Sawyer from Lost in, in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, which was again a Ghost Protocol, great beginning when when he jumps off the building and yeah. has the blow up thing. Dude, yeah. that's just it's it's and I love because that's what they actually use in real life. Like that's the real thing they yeah. use. And I love how they used it and put it in that way. I'm like we're gonna use it anyway. Why not show him using it? Like it's a real thing. Awesome reveal when she shoots him and he falls and you see her face on the phone. Yeah, he like looks at the phone and you're like, oh, she, and he looks dude. up and she's like, yeah, dude, awesome reveal. But no, Ghost Protocol. Top notch. You, you and I right now before sitting down watching Rogue Nation, which yep. is the one I'm least familiar. Like you know this movie so well. I've seen Rogue Nation maybe twice. I'm probably gonna watch it tonight before like after you. Could you, you yeah. yeah, to get cranked up for. I tomorrow. got pr- I got a pre quiz question. Okay, let's go. What is the four door sedan that he demolishes that makes me want to cry? <laughs> In Rogue Nation. I want to say it's not the Beamer. Yeah, it is. Is it's, it the it's Beamer? A, it's a, it's a, it's either a four-door M5 oh, or a four-door that, M3. That falls? They, well, they flip yeah. it. Oh, that's the one that tumbles. They yeah. flip into a parking lot. I'm like, yeah. dude, just park the car, man. Yeah, just park, <laughs> just park the car. Just park the car, bro. Dude, uh, real quick. Um, I One of my uh, boys that's uh, moving, he's moving to D.C. Um, he, uh, Him and I went out to lunch the other day. He brand new BMW. <laughs> like, brained. Like uh, I don't know, like you know the car is so much better than me. It's yeah, whatever. Like whatever one's like super long. Uh, well, you got the seven series. The six series is pretty long. Is it a f- sedan or a coupe? It's a coupe. No, it's a sedan. Okay. Yeah. Well, the yeah, the big boy one is a seven series. <sighs> dude, uh, dude, just sitting in that thing. Yeah. You're so far away from the windshield. Yeah. Like you're you're like this just doesn't feel natural. Just yeah. as like a passenger, <laughs> dude. Dude, super, see, yo, yo side note in the cars, even though there's n- yeah. no applicable reason, but you know, there's a lot of British actors in this next movie, so you know, what's <laughs> so best segue ever? Uh, Range Rovers, yeah. <laughs> the first one my sister oh, ever got, yeah. sat in the passenger seat. I'm like, why do I feel like I'm about to go flying through the windshield in a spaceship? Yeah, <laughs> like, in a spaceship, but, but like, this is the most comfortable I've ever been, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so let, like let's plush leather. So let's let's just go through Fallout real quick, yeah, because I think <laughs> you and I are. All right, we're seeing this movie a day from a day from this game published. Yeah, we're seeing it tomorrow night mm-hmm. at ten twenty, and we're we're yeah we're gonna have long days. We're gonna be a little bit cr- cranky and tired. Yeah, no, we go. We're gonna have bangs, bang energy drink because I'm gonna make sure we get. It's it. an invite, lady. There's a drink. Yeah, uh, but Call we're, yourself. we're literally going to 
I'm already saying it because it just looks it just from the, the brutality of the footage. The best bathroom fight scene in movie you, history. You know what you're talking about. It's, it's going to be, be Fallout. It's going to be a juggernaut matchup between the what's the only movie where they, they hit True this lies. Kind of, True Lies. That's it. So, and anyone who tells me that they they didn't get oh. any inspiration from that, your head's up your yeah, ass. No, I think that's up what your they ass. Did. But I will say this, and you may not be familiar, but it's one of my favorite movies. Uh, I would say the second or third. Because I'm already putting Fallout as number one, just especially when he gets yeah. flipped like through that sink, yeah, like onto, and you're like, stuntman or not, that hurt. Hollywood magic or not, that would kill me. <laughs> that could be a sugar sink. I don't care. Yeah, that's gonna it could hurt. Be a sugar <laughs> glass sink uh, is the uh, Warriors. Uh, you know, Warriors come out to play. Yeah, the, that movie ends with a bathroom fight scene that is just. Like for it was shot like if it was made in seventy seven or seventy eight. Yeah, uh, dude, that movie I think pioneered the the regular action, and then jumping into slow mo to track what's happening, and it has like slow mo shots throughout that fight scene. Okay, and uh, it's it's in the bathroom and it qualifies, but it's a bathroom gang fight scene, and um, that would be my like two or three like next to True Lies. Well, yeah, and, and my thing is they... But they, it's hard. True Lies has yeah. humor. Like the guy that comes out of the stall at the end. Yeah, the old dude. Yeah. His pants around his ankles. It's like, what the... <laughs> yeah, but the entire bathroom is destroyed. Yeah. Like all of it. Except for his stall. Yeah. Literally everything but his stall. It's the best, but yeah. I, I didn't but dude, and, and, and I'll tell you what. Even if they... Because they're, they're, going, they're going for the title of bath, bathroom fight scene. Yeah. But even if they fall short, let's just say there's a few things they probably could have critiqued and it would have, you know, pushed it forward yeah. to be the number one. Just so I watched the interview with um, Superman on uh, ah, ABC. Okay. And the, the the arm thing that he does, like the little quick thing, ah. that was literally just something he did. And they, he didn't do it the second take. And they're like, yo, why aren't you doing your arm thing? He's like, oh. what are you talking about? They're like, oh, the thing you just did. He's like, oh, I would just kind of... It wasn't in the script. Yeah. It uh, wasn't that, part of the stunt coordinators, the dude, fight scene, or the looks, choreography. He looked so bad with that, like those warm up jabs or whatever. Dude, like, the well, whatever. that's what it was. He literally, he's, he literally, and he gets the whole crowd up on, on live on ABC. Yeah, and he's looking like, kick your left hand down, kick your right hand down. He's like, it felt like I'm teaching a dance here, yeah. and it's literally not. Dude, and you take a step forward, and that's it. Dude, that the the look on the his face. It's like, just the look of intensity, like dude, pure intensity. He, it, you're you're you're. You're ready. Like, here we go. Like, yeah. <laughs> like let's get ready to I, run. I, I tried. I tried to be nice. I tried to talk to you, <laughs> but I gave you a chance for this to be a partnership. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> uh, here we are. But and, you're, uh, you're, as Alec Baldwin said, if you go rogue, he's he's been authorized to kill yeah, you. I love it he's that like, he's like, hunt. You're he's a habitual a spy line hunter. stepper. Yeah, you're he's habitual line stepper. Yeah. If you cross this line, like I'm giving you a line in the sand. Don't cross it. Yeah, you just crossed it. What? <laughs> what I tell you is gonna happen, dude. He is a, uh, and I love even in this movie where like the tensions between the CIA and the IMF. Yeah, like you're like, you know what, dude? Like I don't know. There's so much about this movie that I just have like hints of. Yeah. That it, I'm not like Infinity War level excited. But, but you're close. Yeah, like I'm just because they've done so much since the third movie. Can I tell you why? And my part of my. So they were they were good to reveal some reveal some good action and some good sequences that make you think like what's going on yeah and why is this happening and one of the things that I, I don't know if I read it or if I heard it or maybe I'm making it up but I'm pretty sure there was someone inferred at some point that part of this is that they that the CIA has been it was infiltrated by 
uh, oh, the syndicate. By the syndicate. And that's why yeah. when you see the scene where he's the guy's locked up, the old villain, and yes. it starts to fill, to fill with water, they're breaking him out. Oh, yeah. And it's like, yes. so they actually want to do the real syndicate now with yeah. the real so, fact yeah. that, like, Look, this is going to happen. So here, here's the thing. Um, I'll and say, it might be Superman. And I'm hoping it is so that Tom Cruise, like, chokes him out with a chain or something. <laughs> I, I, That's 4 foot 3 versus 6 foot 4. I, I think they made <laughs> such a, a visual investment in, in that guy, in Superman. Oh, yeah. I don't see them killing him because I think already like people already want more of that for whatever whatever reasons like he works in this scenario in yeah. this universe. I don't if they kill him I'll be surprised because there seems to be so much excitement for that. What about if they if they give you the the, the scenario where you don't know if he's dead? What if, what if they fast and furious him? Yeah, or like, look, they, he can disappear. He can do yeah. this. He, he can. Um, but no, but no, like he's no cobalt. Like you didn't see, right. you don't see him die. Yeah, and and I'm fine with that. But if if they fly out, like hey, they cobalt him. Yeah, if they, <laughs> we're gonna call cop. They cobalt him. If, we're I'm if, be upset. If they kill him like Hans and Die Hard, uh, <laughs> he better not fall to his death. But no, uh. Straight up excitement for this movie. So the um, and one other thing that we talk, we I cannot wait to see how they tie in. You got the you got the old bitch, and you got the new hotness. Yeah, they tie them both in. Yeah, I, and she and she straight up tells him, you, "You don't get my way on this." Yeah, after he like lets her go in the last one. Yeah, he's like, "Go be happy." Like yeah. you invited they, me. I don't know if it was real or fake, but you know yeah. what? I can't go with you. And, like they and they they've um, there's so many wrong criticisms for for these movies, but they they've criticized these movies for like ripping off other spy movies. I don't care. I think there's only yeah. few storylines that spy movies can have. Period. Yeah. Like, like, you, like you have a breaking of the institution. You have spy versus spy. You have yeah. spy hunter. You have uh, like evil henchmen that infiltrates the spy you got, you organization. Got, you got the you got the the the, uh, the, uh, the old school spy teaching the young spy, then coming to bail them out. Exactly. Like, there's only yeah. so many angles you right. can take with I'm this stuff. Too old for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like you have. That's a cop movie, but all right, I, right, I know what you meant by right. like, like you only have that. You know if I knew what movie that was from? <laughs> I'm getting too over this shit. I'm Say it. We're not too over this I'm, shit. I'm quoting Con Air, motherfucker. Oh, I'm quoting the Weapon. Yeah, I know. I yeah. predates it. I know. Right. Predates it. Con Air. But that's the movie that needs the sequel. Oh my god, yeah, dude. Dude, well, they, did, they did. It was called Soul Plane. You know, you know what they gotta do? They gotta do a sequel for. They gotta do a sequel for Con Air. Where the plot is, they have to fly these guys from continent to continent, like they have to go across the ocean. Ooh, I got an idea. Like, like, or they, they from China to like New York or something. Or they, or they, or they create a new Australia, where they've created like these synthetic islands, like they did yeah. like for the famous people and the mega rich. They create the palm tree islands over in Dubai. Yeah. Where they create one just for prisoners. Because Australia was like just right. an island of exactly. prisoners, yeah. so create, they're creating like that. that. Now they got to yeah. fly them from like across the globe to get to right. it. Right? Yeah, or just something. Yeah, like to so where they spend more time in the air. Yeah, and it it's it's a more exotic location. Or whatever. It's almost like, like snakes on a plane, but instead of snakes, they're felons. Yeah, and dude, like you <laughs> and you stack that movie like Stallone stacked The Expendables. Oh like yeah, dude. every. You every get Tony Jaw back in it. Yeah, yeah, every weird cop, every weird um, like CO or whatever. Yeah. Like you get the Don't, Irish dude from Son of Anarchy with the scar from Braveheart. Yeah. You get him in that thing. Like Ro- yeah, Ron Perlman's in yeah. it. Like you put like you Mike just, Tyson. You get Mike Tyson in this. Yeah, to Mike, bite someone's ear Mike off. Tyson's a pilot, dude. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys ready to go? Yeah, like he's <laughs> fasten your seatbelt, dude. Dude, I want him with the aviators with the little hat and oh, all of it. Dude, you dude, you if you stack that movie, you call it Con Air. You put Nicholas Cage in. As like a senior 
Uh, DE agent? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, he's... Because he's been through this. Like, All right, guys. We're going to get going here. Yeah. And, dude, <laughs> you grow up his daughter. Now his daughter is, like, running the operation. Oh, my like, gosh. Like, but the daughter's, like, insanely, like, porn star hot. Yeah. Like, wearing things she shouldn't be wearing. It's literally, on, it's on literally, Tor- it's literally Tory Black. Yeah. <laughs> it's his daughter in the movie. Yeah, Tory Black for life. Okay. I, knew, I did that on purpose for you. I love Tori Black. I love her. Anyway, all right, yeah, dude, that no, would be a crazy dude, stag movie, dude, though. But it, it would have to have, like, a cool name. Like, it would be, just call it Con Air, but it would have to be, like, Con Air. Um, Flight of Death. Yeah, like, fl- uh, yeah, it's got to have something like that. Yeah, like, Flight of the Demon, or, oh, I don't know. Oh, and, but what they do also is Diamond Dog, who was. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Ving Rames. Yeah, 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 okay. You have Ving Rames as, like, like one of his relatives from like Africa are like doing the same thing, or like his number two guy, like yeah, yeah comes up like, to the right, yeah, yeah. But he was like younger; you never saw him in the first movie. But now he's grown up, and now he's like, yeah. and like the the gang like from Africa is trying to stop it. And yeah, I don't know, man. I would be so into it. I would be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, Why don't we just go with a plot for another sequel to like a movie from twenty years ago? I'm, I'm, Talking about a movie we're seeing tomorrow night. I'm excited, but no. You and I were amped for this movie. We're seeing it tomorrow. The next episode, Dream Warriors 95, is going to be a discussion, a reaction-type uh, discussion on, on on this movie. Yeah, and what happens, and guess what? What's our what's and, our saying? And full spoilers. Yeah, what's our saying? No fucks given. If you don't no, want spoilers, then yeah, get off the internet. Fuck you, spoilers. <laughs> All right, yeah, like, put that... <laughs> put your phone in the oven. <laughs> and throw your laptop out of a window if you don't want spoilers and yeah. you like movies. Put your phone in the shit. Put your laptop yeah. in the shower and your phone in the tank of your toilet and literally don't turn your television. Gr- grow up. We don't care. Get a bubble TV. Like you can't have a smart TV. Like literally, yeah. you need, like go get an Atari. Go get, yeah. <laughs> go get a Zach Morris cell phone. We're, 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 like, we're go gonna, back in time. We're going to attach your laptop to a bunch of balloons and leave it from the Dallas. <laughs> if you if you don't want to know about spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're leaving. Uh, All right. Want to sign off? Hell yeah, man. Until next time. Next time, rock and roll. Thank you, everyone. Dream Warrior signing out. Over there.